Just don't be a dickhead this week. That's that's my thing. All right. Not don't do. Don't worry about doing something nice for someone else. Just don't be a dickhead. Just this don't week. be a dickhead. I've got a friend yep. who is a bit of a lab rat. So he's got a doctorate in Labin. In Labin stuff. Labin Labin around. Yeah, and his so his main research is serotonin. Well, it was at least when he was doing his PhD was serotonin, yeah, and um, just you know the production of it, the uptake of it, mm. um, reception of it, and what things affect it. Yeah, how serotonin affects different systems. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. He's gone to Sydney because he got a job doing research, and I'm like, oh, so you know, what are you working on at the moment? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to get this, um, whatever it is, study procedure, whatever. He works a lot with rats, cuts yeah. them open, takes little micro slices of the brains, dyes them with different things, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm trying to basically infect them with the virus yeah. so that he can then take control of different cellular systems so he can turn things on and off. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh. So, what is, you know, why? And he's like, well, so you can take control of them. And I'm like, oh, okay. I should just start doing that with humans, I reckon. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what would be cool is if you could hook them up to, like, a, like an old SuperNES controller. Yeah. And then you could, like, be? make the rat jump and run over here and do little flips and stuff. That'd be sick. And um, then my brain just snowballed. And I'm like, oh, no, you should team up with a genetic fella who's trying to, you know, recreate a dinosaur, yeah, you know, yeah, from yeah. genes yeah. and uh, make a little velociraptor. And then you can take control of him and turn him into a barista and he can make, you know, this little- Imagine, a, imagine the Tyrannosaurus making coffee. Yeah. A Bristosaurus. Well, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I like that. I thought raptor because they can, at least you can get them in the door. T-Rex yeah, is true. probably a bit big. A bit big. Or, or right, for festivals, I suppose. Yeah. Forget yeah. on his shoulder so you can really see the band. Yeah. yeah. But then you're like, yeah. hey, Raptor, really, knock yeah. us up a, you know, strong macchiato. And he's like, <laughs> And then he's in there, he's doing his thing and frothing the milk. And he does he, a little latte he art. bites your fucking head off. No, 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 no. Because you, oh, got, no, he's you right. got the controls. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's living. That certainly is. That's that's what you want. Five, next five to ten, I reckon we'll see that. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. I feel like you I haven't too. seen you in a week. Hmm. It's been, yeah, probably about that, you know. It's yeah. been a week. Mm. It's been a week. Yeah. Welcome to What the Focus Podcast, a podcast where we talk about <laughs> photography 40 to 30 to 35% of the time. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Ben. That's and, uh, yeah, g'day. How are we g- going? What? G'day, mate. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Hey? I'm we good. feel a bit different. I feel quite different because um, I'm feel sitting across from you. Yeah. There's Rather than right next us. to you, we've yeah. finally got a new little audio box that we can plug two microphones into, so we don't have to, we no longer have to cuddle into a microphone. We can sit away from each other, mm. separate our voices, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's good good for just us, but we're still looking at uh, probably mm. a better setup for interviews. Mm. Yeah. We'd love a roadcaster. Would so love a roadcaster. If Rhodes listening. Yep. Send us a roadcaster. Mm. And if you're not, we're- Probably um, if you're not, get on to you shortly. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to mm. get on to you. Mm. I'm send you a message right now. What's going on? Did you have a good week? Yeah, week was week was good. You know, yeah. just same old, same old. Still in shop for a couple of weeks. I uh, haven't posted for a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, just, you know, I'm really longing for some annual leave, which I think is coming mm. in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should yeah, go. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, I might go camping. 
Yeah. Maybe for a night. That'd be fun. Yeah. Can I come? Sure. Sure. Yeah. That'd be great. Yep. Mm. Get some molly and... <laughs> <laughs> Who's Molly? <laughs> I'm not down with the rappers. Molly Meldrum. <laughs> chuck, chuck a cowboy hat on and we'll explore the forest. Oh, he has explored some forests, I reckon. He was a bit wild back in the day. Oh, Molly. <laughs> oh, God. That'd be living, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, mm. just like you know, like it's just us now, and we're coming off the back of two weeks of interviews. We had a great one with Soph. I had a big one. Um, for anyone who didn't catch that episode thirteen, um, she's just doing some fantastic work with um, people with disabilities and and just working with them, just to sort of tell their stories. You know, it's really important stuff mm. um, because these these guys don't have you know a clear voice or a voice that mm. that can be heard clearly yeah. and. Um, yeah, so she's doing some some wonderful, wonderful things with her, and you know, hats off to her. And yeah, I'm very, very proud to call her a friend. And um, Hang on. last week, Rob, uh, episode fourteen, yeah, some killer man, work. Yeah, I was I was really excited. I just wanted to to get out and shoot some storms. So if you haven't heard that, and mm, um, episode fourteen, yeah, pretty wild, pretty wild uh, experience, I reckon. That storm chasing. Yep, I think it'd be it'd definitely be an experience. Oh, you, yeah. I think, and it, you know, if you're with the right people that really knew what they were doing, I think it'd be, yeah, it'd be a really fun experience too. Yeah, it would yeah just you'd be, want to go with a, yeah, someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. So, mm. ideally in the perfect situation when there's some storms in Victoria, I'm going to track down Rob and we'll go chase some storms, mm. drive mm. a couple of, couple of Ks into the outback. Sounds good. Just do it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Let me know. I'll see if I can get away for a, yeah, a few minutes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, cheers, cheers, Soph, cheers, Rob. Um, yeah, good little, good little chats. Yeah, yeah. fun. I yeah, like very um, different, but yeah, interviewing people. If anybody's got suggestions for people that we should get on the podcast, oh yeah, good idea. Um, chuck us an email, a message, or a message on Facebook, a message on Instagram, message on somewhere. Mm. Send it to me and Ben personally. Yep. Send us a carrier pigeon. And a baby alpaca with a little backpack on. Yeah. On, yep. on the back of its neck, I reckon. That'd be cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd probably prefer... Oh. Don't, don't like alpacas? I, look, I do. I just don't have the space. No, there's like 30 different types of like alpaca... Um, what would you call them? Like camelloids? Breeds. Breeds. Yeah. So, so alpacas are camelloid. Yeah. This is a llama and a... Yeah, llama, Vicuna. Vicuna, yeah. the South American ones. There's heaps of them. I was looking the other day. Yeah, right. This is what my days consist of. I'm looking at different <laughs> types of alpacas. Yeah. Huh? That's living. Yeah, that's certainly is. If that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who wants a job? Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, not really. I was just curious. And then I started mm. looking up Vicuna's. And I was like, oh, so Vicuna's are the ones in South America. Mm. And they're some of the rarest fur because they're uh, protected. Mm. So they can only take the fur off a dead one, but they're not allowed to kill them. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So they got to wait until they die naturally mm. or, I don't know, an eagle gets them or something, and then yeah. they can clip their fur and use their fur to make shit. Yeah, right. I did not know that. I there just knew that they were the softest and fluffiest mm. of all They're definitely the softest and fluffiest, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love patting a good vicuña. Oh, but one of my no, favourite things to do is pat- <laughs> 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 probably couldn't get close enough to them. They get scared off. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, sick one. There you go. 
So, uh, thank you very much uh, for everyone for tagging. submitting, yeah, tagging what the focus picks mm. uh, for this month's photo challenge, which is mm. waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to Photo MP. Photo MP. Yeah, F O T O M P. Uh, head over, check out the page. Um, yeah, great pick out of uh, Warburton. It's not, mm. you know, it's a cascade. It's a cascade waterfall. Same it's thing. flowing water. Flowing water. It's on the side um, of the beach. We're side of the beach. Yeah, it's strictly when we said waterfall, we meant uh, fresh water. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fresh water yeah, falling. Fresh, some, fresh water. Yeah, there is there is a few um, saltwater waterfalls. No, there isn't. <laughs> there might be. <laughs> maybe maybe Iceland or something. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Mm. So. Good on your mark. Well yep. done. Thanks for tagging us. And if you, yeah, this month the challenge has still got two weeks to go. I think. Uh, I've one got week to go. No, one week. One, one week. One week. So yeah, next week, week is the last week for this month's photo challenge, which is waterfalls, mm-hmm. falling water of the of the uh, fresh kind, the fresh <laughs> water falling kind of waters. Um, yeah. So tag your images. What the focus picks. P I C S. Um, and yeah, you're in the chance to win. And even more excitingly, yes, yes, big announcement. Kids, uh, kids were are sleeping. Yeah, that's doesn't right. matter. They're awake now. Yeah, this is worth it. <laughs> um, we officially have our first sponsor, and this sponsor is someone that already supports me myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I approached them handful of weeks ago and asked them if they wanted to be involved with the podcast as well and they had a listen and their social media had a listen and they were like yeah we can get involved with this yeah. so um ted's camera shop camera house ted's camera shop we should get this right ted's so i know what they're getting into <laughs> so, so ted's has come on board they've got 20 stores around australia um massive range they've got this i went to when i was in sydney last time i went into their big master store oh yeah digital image store i can't remember what they call it but um really massive store with every camera manufacturer has their own kind of display it just looks really it looked really really good so oh, wow. um Ted's are killing it, doing some really cool things, and mm. they've got me personally onto their master's program, which is um, kind of a photographer's doing things, and yeah, mm-hmm. I got involved, got involved with that towards the start of the year, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, now they're our very first sponsor on What The Focus podcast, so the really cool thing that comes with that too is that now that um, the monthly prize will be a voucher for Ted's. So, if you do want to win a fifty dollars gift voucher for Ted's mm-hmm. um, to chuck towards your next whatever you're going to buy, um, yeah, make sure you tag your pictures. What the focus picks, and you're in the in the running to win. Yeah, yeah. It has to be a waterfall though this month. Yeah, next Much month it might be horses, but next month this month it's waterfalls. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks a lot, Ted's. Yeah, thank thanks you very Mike. much. Thanks, thank you very Ed. much. Thanks, Eddie, Janet. Mm-hmm. But they're the only ones I've spoken to. Mm-hmm. But there's heaps of other people too, obviously. Nah, good but on. Yeah, yeah thanks really for, appreciate thanks for coming the support. On board and mm. It's, it's going to be a good one. We're going to do some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. There you go. There you go. And look, even if you don't win the $50 prize at, for, at the end of each month, mm. um, yeah, head into their shops, check them out. Mm. Great ranges um, all around the country mm. and, um, yeah, knowledgeable stuff, all the rest of it, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a camera shop. Definitely stuff. camera shop. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Probably be able to get most of the things you need. Yeah. There you go. 
that's that's living. It certainly is living. That's, that's what you want. Now we've uh, we're sort of straddling the irony fence mm. this week, yeah. Uh, because you put a shout out just uh, you know for some questions, and we've got to answer a few questions that um, we're throwing out. Uh, to us just before our interview with Rob and Soph. So they are, sorry, a little bit overdue, but um, it's uh, there was a commonality mm-hmm. with some of the questions and it was all about planning. And we yep. have not planned for this show. We haven't at planned all. at all. <laughs> so that's the crazy thing is that the irony behind just, it is that we haven't planned. Yeah, we didn't plan not to plan or anything. It was just all of a sudden it was like, oh, here's another question on planning. Oh, here's another one on planning. So, um, it's just the way it worked. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should also, when we get into it, uh, I haven't really thought about it too much, but uh, have a think about what to do when you haven't planned. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's that's the trickiest one of all, isn't it, Mm. is is how do you plan when you haven't planned? You need a few tricks up your sleeve. You need a few tricky tricks. Yeah. And that's just a sneak peek because I I don't know what those tricks are yet. They'll they'll probably come to me later on. So I I always find it it, um, funny because I... I, I plan to a certain extent, but then a lot of the time my plans kind of half go out the window. If I've got a big trip in, pl- in trip in mind, I'll sit down and I'll, let's say I'm going to Tassie and I'll mm-hmm. go through Instagram, I'll go through Google and I'll go through a few other platforms just to try to find pictures that I want to take photos of and then where those locations are and then build it up from there. Mm-hmm. Problem is a lot of the time is that you get to this first location, you'll shoot that one, and then you'll be like, oh, okay, I've still got a whole day before I need to shoot sunset at this other location that I've chosen. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I going to do during the day? And this is where you, this is often where you find the best, best things to shoot. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. abandon the place that you were going to go, and you'll stay at the one that you're at already. So it's that's I guess that's the really cool thing about planning is that sometimes not planning works better than if you plan it down to a T. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty lazy person when it comes to a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I always say get a lazy person to do a hard job and they'll find an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty consistent with the way that I, you know, do a lot of things. Yeah. So- um, You're definitely the busiest, laziest person I know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. I just made it up. Busiest, lazy person? Yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah. It gets there sometimes. Mm. It just, it, it literally depends on the day. Mm. Sometimes I'm more motivated to do things than other times. Oh, look, and we all are. And that's, you know, that's the thing. I think that's that's where it's good to have maybe a loose outline of, of maybe where you want to go, mm. for example, mm. but not be fixed to getting, un- unless it's probably somewhere that you scouted previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be fixed on getting that, you know, like the classic thing is over in, I forget where it is, Arizona, Utah, whatever, the yep. bloody arch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yep. wants to go there and get the arch. Yep. And no one looks around. Yeah. And there could be all sorts of magic happening all around. And there probably is. Yeah. I've seen some pretty unique pictures of that arch as well. Yeah. 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 So, um, and more likely, you know, any of the iconic spots around this country, you mm. know, and- yeah, just open your eyes, you know, get there and get there early. Mm. Um, or, as you said, use that downtime during the day when the light's not doing mm. much. Mm. To scout um, out the next place. Yeah, because you're mm. not under, you know, you're not feeling the pressure of, oh, I've got to get the light. Mm. Um, you can really sort of, if you've got the time to spend there, you've mm. got time to sort of really soak in what that place is about, find it sort of, mm. you know, it's, its vibe. And, um, you know, then when the light comes on, you know, off you go. You've already got a few compositions in mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's a big one as well. What I've done throughout my career as such, I've I always get to a location. I shoot. I possibly shoot the um like the especially if I haven't been there before. I'll shoot the 
the iconic shot. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. that one out of the way, mm-hmm. and then I'll think to myself, how am I gonna how am I gonna shoot this differently? Mm-hmm. But if I've been back to that location again, pretty rarely do I actually shoot the same composition again. Yeah, um, I guess it's only if you're the, stuck. If the light or the yeah, you know, yeah. wasn't really happening the first like, time. Like obviously if you go down the Twelve Apostles and you shoot the Twelve Apostles from the from the walkway there, mm. um, there's really only one shot. Mm. You know, mm. you walk too far to the the left and one of the rocks covers up the other rock mm. and you walk too far to the right and you can't go too much further than the right. So ideally the best composition I find for for the um, for the twelve apostles there on the boardwalk is when you walk down the first set of stairs as close to the the right hand side as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's the best composition. Mm-hmm. There's not really another composition of those three rocks lined up with the coastline behind it. It's you know that's that's kind of all you can get without jumping the barrier, which you shouldn't do there anyway because it's just too there's too many people around. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's not a good barrier. Some barriers no. are okay to jump. That's not a great no. one. Yeah, because those limestone cliffs will yeah, give yeah. way. Limestone's like it's, worse. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I think yep. it's limestone. But limestone. It's, yeah, it's not yep. um, not the most stable ground. No. You don't see many rock climbers on limestone. No, not really. No, no pretty rare. Yeah, yeah. People rock climb on ice though. Yes, that's probably yes. even less also stable. Ice climbing. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of ice, uh, but I guess it's yeah, not really. It's pretty stable, isn't it? Yeah, because what you can do, and this mm. is like I've gone ice climbing, and mm. this is the thing. Like I was using the, the ice pick. You know, the pickaxe, whatever mm. it is. And um, I've gone to jam it. It slipped out of my hands and fallen down. I'm like, Sweet. well, how am I going to stick? How am I going to stick? So, you know what I did? You used your teeth. No, nah, took my glove off. I yep. licked my hand. I pressed it on the ice until it stuck. <laughs> and then I could let go of the other hand and I licked that. And I could, no, I didn't do this. Don't try that. <laughs> you were like Spider-Man climbing up the yeah. wall. Yeah. I was like, well, this, the is only way to, this is the way I'm going to be now. <laughs> the only way to release that hand once you took you your arm now, off. No, you got a wee on it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no other way to do it. Well, no. Yeah. So you get that one off, you wee on that one, yeah. lick it again. But it hurts That's every time you stop. Yep. So you've and yeah, yeah. you're on. Yeah, but before you know it, oh. you've got this stream of wee that's frozen. You got to somehow you got to get that back in your dax as well, <laughs> and then you, and then you've got to lick your hand again. But then you're licking the wee <laughs> off your hand, <laughs> sticking that. To oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just so thank you very much. <laughs> Details no, for thanks. jumping on board. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not planning we're on making any sales out of this so podcast. Sorry. We're so sorry. Anyway, we digress. So, your idea. Yeah, I, I guess, as I said before, Don't the, do the best, best way to do it is get to the location, scout out the best, scout out the one shot that you want to shoot. Um, snap that shot off and then move around. You know, you're better off getting one, which is somewhat iconic, especially mm. if you're more of a, you know, beginner to beginner to begin intermediate. Mm. Um, you know, get that main shot, get your confidence up because as bad as it sounds, kind of photography, landscape photography in general, it's, it's, it's a lot about confidence as well. Mm. Like if you, if you think about it, if you've shot for the whole week and you haven't got any shots that you're happy with, mm. right, you're not very excited to go out and shoot. Mm, mm. Where if you go shoot one really good shot, you look at the back of the camera, you're like, oh, fuck, that's a good one. Mm. Oh, I nailed that. Mm. And then you go to the, and the next little location that might be 
100 metres away, right? And you shoot another composition. You're like, mm. oh, that one's good too. Mm. Before you know it, you've walked away with three or four shots that you're really happy with. You're like, you're living. Yeah. But if you're, if you've gone to a location, you've tried really hard to smash a composition out that you're not actually all that happy about, but you think it's going to work, mm. or you really want it to work, you're trying to force this composition and it doesn't work, then you haven't got that confidence to keep plugging shots out. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, that's the biggest tip I can give to anyone is just get your confidence up. Yeah, and so getting that, that known composition, mm, get that, mm. you know, out of the way, mm. and then, then you you know, you know at least you've got one good composition. Mm. Um, hopefully you've got some, you know, good lights and, mm. you know, good mood and nice stuff as well. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, from there you're free to, you know, just explore. Explore. And, um, you know, that's that's where I've, I've gotten either through – just being in the right place at the right time. Mm. Um, like as I've talked about it before, that uh, llama, it was like a like high altitude mountain pass or just yep. all these llamas and sort of the ribboning of the clouds mirrored the ribboning of the, mm. you know, watery bits and stuff that these Wires. llamas- hey? In Wairas? Uh, no. no, it was out of Arequipa. Oh, yeah, sure. On the way to yeah. Colca Canyon. Yeah, nice. In Peru for everyone playing along at home. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so just that sort of thing, it was like- you just see it as you're mm. driving past where you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, Ripper. Um, I can't remember where I started. <clears throat> you were just talking about something. Yeah, so get- No, I still can't remember. No. Yeah. What have I got here? Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's read them out. So, uh, this is from uh, Adzi underscore Edwards. Mm-hmm. So, how much time do you normally put into planning- uh, to visit a location, mm. I'm a planner and generally spend hours. Mm. Uh, well, Adzi, if you generally spend hours planning, you should be out there shooting. Yeah, is it? No, no, not really. Bloody hell, Adzi! Um, do it. Do Your name better not be Adam. There's only one. There's only one spot for Adam in this room. Better not be. Yeah, well, he's probably not in this room. Oh, is he? I don't. Oh. Well, unless he's that bloke there. <laughs> Oh, Azzy. Yeah. Hey, oh, how you going? How you going, Phil? What's going on? How'd, how'd you get in? How'd you get in? Yeah. <laughs> um, in, in regards to that too, it's, I, I, I don't plan for some things, but then other times I plan vigorously. So mm. I posted a picture on my Instagram last night of a tree with the moon behind it. Mm. Mm. Um, reasonably big moon. Um, and... For that one, I hunted around on Google Maps for the majority of, of a morning, probably three to four hours, just mm. zooming in and out of a map, trying to find trees that would line up in a certain direction with that moon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and end up found, finding some out past Ballarat. Or ideally, I wanted to be out of the city, away from the city. Away right? from the lot. Away from the light. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't care too much about the light. I just wanted to clear horizon. And that's, oh, okay. that's the okay. hardest bit is that, you know, Australia's, although it's it's pretty flat, especially Victoria, Victoria is really quite flat, but it's hilly as well. So, it, it kind of, there's no bigger mountains that kind of stand out behind stuff. I, ideally, in the perfect yeah. situation, I would have had a big mountain range behind a big moon coming up, but a tree's kind of the next best option. So, I, yeah, spent hours looking on Google Maps and eventually found some out past Ballarat um, and ended up getting like three really solid super happy shots that i got from that um that location that night with the i think that was a wolf wolf blood moon blood wolf moon something like that mm-hmm. there's a few names with it but yeah full moon that was um semi well it was red so it was must have made a blood wolf moon or something like that but i can't remember but um 
Yeah, it was a good night. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. super long lens, stepped right back from the tree, um, zoomed in as far as I could, and just waited till the moon rose. And it was massive. I've never seen the moon that big. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether, it, well, it's obviously a perception thing because it's sitting on the horizon. You've got something to compare it to. And that's, you know, that's great. But um, yeah, it was so big. How do you, because I've never planned for a moon rise or anything like that. How yeah. do you find out when the super moons and the blood moons and all that sort of stuff are happening? The media. That's um, it. Yeah, that was that There's was no, the media it's one. It's not like a chartered thing that it happens be. every- Yeah, yeah, yeah. we to a certain extent. Okay. But um, so every now and again, they the media makes this big deal that it's going to be the biggest moon and it's like 14% bigger, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, and then people go out with their iPhones and try to take pictures and it doesn't work. And they're like, oh, it didn't look that big to me. Mm, but mm. the the only way you can, you know, get that you know, get that detail is you need like a big long zoom lens. Mm, and mm. then ideally in the perfect situation to show how big the moon is itself, you've got to, you've got to have something in the foreground for yeah. to compare it to. And so just for anyone who's not sure why you chose a long lens, mm. the, the whole- mechanics of a long lens is that it does compress the foreground Mm. to the background so it'll give the perception that that moon is so much bigger because it kind of uh, optically brings that forward yeah kind of compresses Um, the foreground of the background yeah it's it's very similar to a portrait so if you shoot if you shoot someone if you shoot someone with a really wide angle lens um at say a foot at full frame Mm. right and you step right into them and you frame up their head top of the frame to the bottom of the frame Mm and take that picture and then do the same shot with like a 70 to 200 at 200 mil mm. um all the all your features are going to get compressed down really nicely with the 200 mm. where the wide angle is going to distort distort your face and it's exactly the same in in landscape but just in a in a different kind of fashion mm. Mm. um yeah so this is something that i've been trying to teach people in my workshops quite a bit is that you can get the same shot from a different perspective by Stepping in, zooming right out, getting a nice wide angle shot, mm-hmm. and then literally taking one step back and zooming into instead of being at 10 mil, you're at 14 mil. Or mm-hmm. sorry, instead of being at 16 mil, you're at 21 mil. Mm-hmm. All right, the 21 mil can often look better than the than the really wide angle. Just can, brings the foreground slightly closer to the background, mm-hmm. um, but it still gives you that really wide angle effect. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things to do is yeah. that is that yeah. form of you know. Wide angle compression, I guess you could call it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, really, really like that effect. It looks great. Mm, mm. Helps, helps, helps certain scenes really, really nicely. Yeah, telephoto yeah. compression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but on the wide angle lens, wide angle lens though. So like, oh, going, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah going yeah, from yeah. a sixteen to a twenty one mil, or going yep. from a sixteen to a twenty mil. Mm, you know, mm. or even sixteen to an eighteen can look a lot nicer than you know the sixteen mil might look too wide. Mm, but then mm. if you frame up the exact same composition by taking your tripod back a meter, or not mm. even that, like half a meter, mm. and get the exact same frame, exact mm, same composition, mm. but the same the background, edge yeah, to edge. but your background's closer to your foreground. Yeah. Compressed in. With, I think I've, I've talked about it before. Lines. Like you've got your say in Milford Sound or mm. you know wherever there's a, a large mountain range. It's like a big you know sort of vista that sort of thing. Mm. Um, if you shoot wide and try and fit everything in, yep. that those mountains in the distance are going to shrink down to nothing, and you're not going to get um, you know that that scale. No. Um, and what you need to be doing, if you can, obviously a lot of times in in um, when you're out there, and particularly if it's from a vantage point, mm. you you aren't able to step back all that far. But no. then what you can do is it's a bit more of a an advanced technique. But take a, a you know multiple row 
panorama yeah. and you can stitch them together. But if yeah. you use that longer lens, then you can sort of um, capture the scale of those mountains because mm. it, it just keeps them at a larger sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go terribly big, you know, 50 mil and above, but mm. ideally when you start getting into, you know, over, say, 135 and above, yeah. that, that compression so much more extreme. Definitely. Mm. Um and that's good, like, for anyone who hasn't tried it. Yeah, definitely try it. Get a bowl, put it yeah, on the yeah. table, put something at the, the other end of the room, yep. take a shot with a wide-angle mm. lens, which would be your, your lower numbers, mm. um, and then take a few steps back, zoom in, mm. get that bowl in roughly the same area in mm. the frame, and the background element you'll see is just so much bigger yep. in, in the back. You won't be able to fit all the background in because it's, you know, it's, it's being compressed out of the frame. Yep, yep. Um, and that'll give you a great idea of, of, of what's happening. Mm. Mm. But, um, yeah, really good effect <clears throat> to create, yeah, just a different look within the image with without really having to change that much. Yeah, yeah. Um. And, God, it doesn't work all the time, but I found that it, it works a lot of the time. It works really, really well, mm, especially mm. if you use it in the right kind of context, right, you know, the right composition. Mm, works mm, great. Mm. But, um, Be back yeah, to planning. Something you to get think back about. to planning. Well, that was kind of planning, planning the shot. Well, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. Yeah. Well, sort of. Um, so, another- yeah, how, how long do we spend? I mean, I, I guess it depends mm. how long you've got before you get there. Mm. Um, you know what you can do say on the Christmas break is mm. sort of have a sit down and think right what are the sort of the shots that I might want to try and capture this year mm. Um, so if it's you know a few different waterfalls you, you can sort the big of, ones off or something yeah. yeah yeah you know you can plan all right waterfalls have to be say between say mm. June and September ish mm-hmm. for you know a rough thing that's like right well there's four months where are they plan them out get a map out or whatever mm. you know you might be able to hit a few off plan a trip mm. around that and um you know that's that's for your waterfalls the other ones are say um you know for your astro that's that's probably another yeah. one where people really have to plan for because yep. obviously you want that that milky way to come up at the right point yep. and a great app for that is photo pills mm. i don't know if we've got much scope to really talk too much about photo pills maybe we'll talk about that another time or other people have for Maybe we'll talk a bit about it because it's actually quite a good app to plan shoot so you can mm. all kind of knuckle down a, a loose idea of what your composition is going to be mm. to the time, like mm. to the minute, yeah. um, you know, three years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then save it and that's a, that's a planned shot. And so you can sort of formulate a, a catalogue of, you know, like a bucket list type thing and you can yeah. plan out that bucket list to the minute of when, you, when you're going to tick it off. Um, Photo pills is great. It's, uh, yeah, I've, I've had- it's a paid one. You got, I think it's like 15, 10 to 15 bucks. Yeah, I think it's about 15. Um, but well, well worth it. Mm. So mm. it's got your- There's a bit of a learning curve, but yeah, yeah I mean, it, it takes a little bit of time. and stuff on it. And- so there's like a planner, a planning kind of section where you where you can place a pin drop and then it'll show you sunrise, sunset and your moonrise, moonset. Mm. And you can also overlay your Milky Way arc, I mm. guess you would call it. Mm. Um, and then you can go into like a AR- um, augmented reality view and then you mm. can move your camera around see where the sun's going to rise and set and move your fingers left to right mm. and that kind of rises and, and sets the sun mm. so that's really good for planning where your sunrise is going to come up and down and if you're doing nice. that and you're on location so mm. middle of the day yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you've rocked up to the location yep. you can hit that AR and mm. see where the Milky Way is going to be the same thing it'll show you yeah. the arc and yep. how high and low it is yep. at, at certain times and stuff it's really cool yep. 
Um, and that, yeah, that's that's been the biggest help, especially for Milky Way stuff. Mm, mm. Um, I, I find that it's not perfect all the time. Mm. It's, it was pretty tricky with that moonshot I was telling you before. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. You know, I thought the moon was going to come further over to the further over to the right, mm-hmm. come further to the left. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of a mad dash to try to get some pictures that that weren't in the place where I was at. Yeah, but um. It, it's close enough. It's mm. in the direction. And it's like, well, they can't get everything right, can they? But, um, yeah, it, it works really, really well. Mm. It's, it's a great app. It's well mm. well worth the 15 bucks. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, especially if you're taking photos and you're bought, out and about. one of them, though. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't buy many apps either. But mm. um, just grinder. But- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how I took the break? Uh, but, yeah, I don't buy many apps either. <laughs> <laughs> ben just made a I'm really, gonna... really rude comment. Ben did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, look, thanks, thanks very much for sending yeah. the the question, Adzi. I don't know if we've really answered it thoroughly. I guess yeah. The more time you've got to plan, the more time you can yeah. go to town to plan. I, I would just say, probably don't plan too much. Allow you like or plan. You know, free time just just to explore because if you go there, you've got mm. a tick list. You you might get flustered. Something doesn't work out. You're running mm. late for whatever reason. Now all of a sudden, you're trying to fit in all this stuff because you've planned to the T what you mm. you know trying to get, and then you might get disappointed or feel flustered or whatever. Yeah, you really just want to maybe pick a location like a broad area, like what I do. I pick a an, an area that I, I wouldn't mind exploring, mm. and then this is if I'm sitting at home. You know, I've got a map out or whatever. It's you know, I've seen a photo or something, whatever. Yeah. Then I go there, and that—that's pretty much it. I, I just go there and see what I can see. Yeah. You know, because it's—it's not until you sort of get the la- the camera in front of you, mm. um, you start looking through the lens, and um, yeah, just sort of having a bit of a play around. And yeah. So like this, this is something that I, I wanted to talk about. Um, it, it probably ties in nicely with uh, uh, you know the next question from Ashley Ball Photography. And he writes, um, hey, guys, uh, blah, 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 we're real awesome, loves us. Yeah, um, like he bloody well should. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's blah, giving blah. me enough money. Bangs on a wall for a while <laughs> about how good we are. Uh, sorry, uh, Ash, you're a good, you're yeah. good bloke. He's actually really, he's a really cool, yeah, he's a cool guy, nice guy to hang out with, yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, but fucking hell, Ash, just sort your shit out. Sort no. your life out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he writes with limited time to shoot how would you go finding locations and compositions I want to showcase my local area which mm. is the Dandenong's Yarra Valley and Yarra Ranges so mm. that's just east of Melbourne yep. um, but struggle to find anything good when mm. I research I find all some photos but I don't know where they were shot a lot of the time what's your suggestions um, so yeah so w- what I do is I find an, an area that mm. I want to explore and just go there and be like i've got two small kids mm. i work six days a week um it's real hard for me to find time to get out and shoot let alone shoot at the right time so like if um, a two-year-old wakes up early you'd be a great macro photographer i reckon yeah you should buy a macro lens and start shooting some insects oh yeah We've got a dead one on the steps at the yeah. front. There you go. Yeah. Hey? Prime man, it's a brown prime man. You should just for a while either and you'd work perfect in the, just don't turn the lights on very often. Yeah. You're perfect macro photographer. Yeah, okay. Just go, oh, look at this, look at this little buggy that I'm going to take a photo <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll dressed him. <laughs> dressed him in a little hoodie. <laughs> he looks so cute. I used to pat him before he died. And then I filled him up with some super glue so that he wouldn't move anymore. <laughs> Check out the cotton ball afro I've given him. He's an old buggy. He's got white hair. He's got a big cotton ball afro. <laughs> We can tear off a bit of the afro and stick it in a moustache. <laughs> yeah, I should get a macro lens. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, my early yeah. yeah. <laughs> It suits you already. Uh, um, so, yeah, two, two-year-olds waking up early and uh, stick him in a car. We just go for a drive. Mm. And that's how I found uh, quite a few spots out in the mm. Yarrow Valley. That I've, I actually find shooting in the open area of the Yarra Valley, quite challenging um, because it's it's quite difficult to get a clean composition because you've got a lot of open fields because it's wine-growing country. Mm. And so it's nice to take photos of the wine, you know, all the, all the vines and all that sort of stuff, some nice old, you know, buildings or yeah. whatever your thing is. Generally, whichever way you look, you've, unless you're looking towards the city, so west, um, you've got just a half bowl of mountain ranges wherever you look. Mm. And um, so you've always got like a mountainous background and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The, the challenge is, is that you've got vines and then you've just got these shitty barren paddocks next to that. Yeah. Um, you know, roads and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's quite a, can be quite a challenging spot. I found mm. Greer quite good. Not super picturesque, I guess you could say. No, no. Mm. And I found I found parts of Greer quite nice, mm. um, where you can get you know uh, some nice sort of not, yeah, not really intimate, but yeah, it's just some nicer yeah. shots. But um, so that's that's probably a little tip because I've got yeah. no time, so I'll I'll go out when uh, the light's not great mm. because I've got an hour or two um, to around to yeah. have a look around, so that yeah. when I know the light is going to be good. Um, I can just get up and probably pre-arrange it with, with my wife and, um, you know, out I go. I know exactly where I'm going because mm. I've been there before. Um, I've even, you know, snapped off a shot or two either on my phone or my camera if I've mm. got it with me and um, I know what I'm doing. And so all I'm doing then is just going through the motions and getting that shot that all that composition that, that, I've, that I've seen. Um, so that's, that's, that's a really great thing. The other, the other thing to do is just to speak to some other people who, you know, are in that area. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Guest last week, Rob, Rob Embry. Mm. Um, he's he's out east, um, so he'd be a good good person to hit up. Uh, yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. Um, yep. You might have already. Someone did about two months ago. Yep. Not sure, but yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. Um, I I think it just comes down to just exploring. Mm. You just you mm. just got to get out there, and especially this kind of area, it's 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 really quite nice, especially compared to. Like if you go to where I live in Yarraville, it's like there's there's nothing. Mm. <laughs> there's nothing in Yarraville. There's a few things in like Williamstown, that kind of area, but it's all it's all very just beachy boats, mm. Um, mm. a pier, you know, nothing too exciting. The water's not rough or anything like that. So it, you know, it's not there's not all that much there. Um, Might get some nice pearly long exposure. Yeah, yeah, the city across the bay or something. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's you know, it's not very exciting to shoot. I've shot a handful of compositions there, and that's that's me done. You know, there's mm-hmm. not really all that much there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out this way. There's just so much to explore, mm-hmm. and I think there's probably a lot of places out this area that haven't really been that haven't been shot. Mm-hmm. There'd probably be a lot, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. It's like anywhere, I guess. But um, yeah, there's lots of farmland and trees, and you know, rolling hills and 
different different things to shoot i'm sure there's i'm sure there's tons but it comes down to you know just get on google maps zoom in and out um mm. same as go back to planning and and just kind of drive up and down some roads until you find a tree or until you find a a dam with a nice reflection in it or you know a mountain range that looks really good down low with some with some you know nice grass in the foreground or something like that but mm. it's just just getting out there and exploring and finding you know something different yeah that's okay yeah, absolutely it was actually something that's just popped into my head. Mm. The very first post on my feed mm. um, is a shot of just a, an old dead tree. Mm. And that was taken the night that I went. So, it was down the Melba Highway, mm. kind of near Yering. I think it's Yering Winery, mm. maybe. Mm, not anyway, sure. In, in between um, Coldstream and Yarra Glen. Yep. And you've got all these old um, railway bridges. Yeah, yeah. And so I went out to shoot these old railway bridges and, you know, it was just what I was talking about before where it was just hard to get a clean composition, a clean background because you've got those shitty paddocks and, you know, it's just a bit- Yeah. You know, the elevation wasn't right and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I just started walking along the highway. 100, 100k an hour highway, it's just, you know, overgrown grass, whatever. And I just found this- It, was, it wasn't a big tree, but in the photo- you know, I think I shot it on my 10 to 24 at 10 mil. Yep. So, it's like a 15 mil equivalent. 15 mil, yeah. Um, full frame. And um, just awesome colour in the sun, yeah. in the sunset. And um, that was just purely by abandoning my plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it wasn't initially working. And I just I just walked up the road, yep. saw that. I had, you know, and it just, I was, I was quite proud of it. it was, it's actually the first shot that I took with the- um, Fuji X-T3. Yeah, nice. After getting it that I was, I was really, you know, happy with. And, yeah, nice. um Yeah, so be prepared to abandon your plans. If they're yeah. not working out, you know, you're there. So try you might try well something just, else, yeah. You know, yeah. There's no Look point- in the opposite direction or, or yeah. whatever, go for a walk. No mm. point sticking with something that, that you know isn't working. Mm. Um, mm. You'd be, you're better off. If you've set a composition up that you really, you know, you're really trying really hard to make it work and, and it just doesn't work, just-, just change it mm, <laughs> there's mm. no point sticking with it because you're just going to waste more time on it mm. it probably won't work in the end and you might you know you might never use it but you know two steps to the left and it might work perfect yeah yeah and i just nodded to the right yeah shows you how dyslexia I'm. that's fine it was my left yeah <laughs> exactly that yeah. worked for you it's yeah. perfect <laughs> um yeah so just getting out and exploring that's the key yeah key to happiness um, and then another one from Fail MP, you mm. know, congratulations again. Oh, you yeah. just nailed that <laughs> shot. Yeah. Right? Lock um, it in. Lock yeah. it in, Eddie. <laughs> anyway, so mm. Mark writes, hey, mate, i got a few questions for you. What do you guys do for planning a trip to places you've never been before? Yeah. Um, so, you kind of talked about that, you know, yeah. you jump on Instagram or Google yeah, or just Maps get, just or get lost whatever. in the um, just get lost in the hashtags. Mm, mm. Um, use that save feature, the little in the left-hand, right-hand corner. Um, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it just saves it, puts it into a little collection in, your, in the back of your, no one can see it, but it's just for you. So, that if you really like shots, you can click the save little button and it, yeah, puts it into a little collection in the back of the phone. Back of the back of your own Instagram. Um, I have to show you that later. Yeah, it's a good one. So that mm. works. That works really well for just collecting up shots, and then you can put them into folders as well, which is which is handy. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So use use that and Google Maps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Google then, Earth's good too, because you street, can also- Street View as well, yeah. Yeah, Street View for yeah, sure. Yeah, Street View works really well, especially for city and, well, even country stuff. Mm. If you're looking like for a tree again, let's talk. Let's keep talking about trees, mm. but if you're looking for a tree- I'd love a good tree. And it looks great from overhead, mm. and um, there's a road nearby, 
you can always just drop pin, street view, zoom in and out, and you can get a really good idea of what the tree actually looks like. Mm, and mm. you can you can pick it pretty easy without having to actually go there. It's quite mm, good. Mm. It's really quite good. And mm. then if you you know you hold your photo pills in front of the computer, <laughs> you fo- hold the app in front of the computer, and then you go, oh, okay, we're there. Oh yeah, the sun's going to come in there. If I stand there, it's going to work perfect behind it. Beautiful. That's mm. living. That's what you want because photo pills doesn't have street view. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, it doesn't. So you yeah, got to no. line them up together. There I've you go. tried doing that. Um, so that's the best. That's what I. That's what I do a bit of, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if I'm looking for a particular shot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you guys want to ask? Does distance become a factor? How do you go by choosing a campsite for overnight trips? Mm. Oh, I'm, I mean, for me, I can't go far at the moment. Overnight mm. trips, are, you know, that's a challenge as well. Just because yeah. you know the youngest is is still really too young. Um. Yeah. So yeah. For me, freedom I, boy. What do you got for that? Freedom, freedom boy, freedom. <laughs> Las Vegas. That's not a song, is it? No, it's a bit different, but that's fine. You know, it's fine. You know, yeah, and, um, I was doing a cover. Yeah, spicing it up myself. Yeah, it was a yeah. Uh, adaptation. Playing a didgeridoo, singing some, singing some um, Elvis Presley. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Elvis Didgeridoo Presley. So they used to call him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did. They really yeah. did. Um, Love the, so the for note. what was the first? What was the first bit of that question? Uh, second bit of the first bit of the second half of the question. Does distance become a factor? Distance. Um, I find it really tricky and annoying that anywhere that I would want to shoot would be at least two hours from where I'm staying. So that's often why. At the moment, I pretty much only shoot weekends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll shoot some city stuff during the week, which is fine. But a lot of the time, it's just it's it's either during a workshop, or I'm, I'm go- I've gone out just for the sake of taking photos, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to take some photos. And I'm going to walk around the city. I'm probably not going to find anything that I'm really really happy with, but I'm going to go for a walk and take some photos anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I guess that's a good and a bad thing. Is that yeah, anything that anything that I'd really want to shoot at the moment um, would be would be a good well probably at least an hour to an hour and a half to two hours really mm. uh, because yeah it's it's just it's just the way it is. Um, mm. But distance isn't too much. It depends on how you depends on how you feel. I don't mind driving. I drive for probably I probably do about a thousand k's a week. Mm. just with with everything involved Mm. so you know driving for me doesn't really bother me that much Mm. um where some people you know i've got friends that that don't like driving to work you know they're they're half an hour commute every day they're they're like oh it's so you know they don't like driving and that's fine Mm. um but yeah people handle it differently and i I handle driving quite well i don't i just zone out yeah (laughs) which is the best way to be but i just zone out drive and um yeah get get through it Mm. but um, as for overnight camping, I, I'm, cause I've got my van super stealthy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know it was a camper van unless you wanted to. Mm. I pull up pretty much anywhere, pull up next to parks in smaller towns. Um, I, you know, most of the time, the way that I like choose my parking is I want it to, I want to be ideally, especially if I'm in this, in like a city environment, mm. I want to be around other cars, but not out the front of someone's house. Mm, mm. So, like, um, yeah, like anywhere where there's other cars around, but you're not necessarily out the front of someone's house. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like you it, you could be just parking there to go into someone's house, but you're not out the front of their house. You know what I mean? It's kind of a little bit hard to explain, but yeah, you're still around. You're kind of hiding in plain view, I guess mm, is the mm, easiest mm. way to say it. 
um, where I feel like if you go down the end of that dirt road um, in, well, let's say if you park down the end of this street and it's quite obvious that you're sleeping in the car because there's nothing else around, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it makes it really obvious and makes it really easy to get caught. Um, but when you're out the bush, you can kind of you can kind of camp anywhere to a certain extent. As long mm. as you're not throwing your rubbish out um, and setting up camp and pulling your annex out and popping the top up and, you know, really making – you're actually setting up camp. But 99% of the time, I'll rock into a location to sleep at – after dinner, 8, 9 o'clock, mm. and I'll be gone by – you know, or I'll be out of the van, out of sleeping um, at, you know, sunrise, 6 o'clock. So. Mm. Hmm. So it was like, in theory, I remember I remember going to Tassie a couple of years ago with um, good mate Josh Josh Davis twenty three underscore with J Rod Captures, mm-hmm. I think he is, and um, with Jared's um, Jared's sister's husband, and he was a cop, and he said that in theory you're allowed to you're allowed to have a rest stop for eight hours. <laughs> So, yeah, right. in in theory, the cops can't really say anything until mm. after that after that um, eight hours has has lapsed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you rocked up at six at night, or if you rocked up at eight at night, in theory, you you know you can stay there until until what's that four, four. or five in the morning. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's a bit of a tricky one when it comes to getting caught by cops, but. Um, my theory is now is even if I got a fine, or let's say if someone knocked on my van door and I was somewhere, all right, I just wouldn't answer. Mm. <laughs> and you'd be stupid too. I wouldn't answer. You don't no know who it world. is. One, I don't know who it is, whether mm. they say they're a cop or not, but they don't know I'm in there. They mm. can't see that I'm in there. <laughs> um, they can't see through walls. Mm. Um, so it's like if they were banging on it and saying, come on, we know you're in there. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Good luck. Unless <laughs> yeah. you're-, unless you're um, Unless you're Iron Man, you can see through metal. You definitely mm. don't know them mm. in here. So I'd just lay really still until they're fucked off. They might have heat detecting. Maybe they do. Goggles on yep. or something. <laughs> Good goggles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I remember years ago, um, so I studied fine art uh, down in Warnable. Yeah. And I was supposed to be moving in, you know, this place and I decided at the last minute, no, I didn't want to live there. Yeah. Um, so, I went down and had a VC Commodore station wagon. Yeah. Um, you know, everything in the in the back of the car to last me for the next three years or whatever. Yeah. And uh, nowhere to live. Mm. And so, I slept in the car. So, I mm. drove down to, I can't remember because it's been 17 years now, mm. uh, but drove down to one of the beach car parks one night. Yeah. So, same deal, down the yeah. end of a dirt road. Yeah, yeah. Quite obviously, you know, yep. if I'm not on the beach, I'm in my car type thing. Yeah. And he's- I'd sort of- I think I'd- I had been asleep and I woke up because another car pulled into the car park. Oh, yeah. And it was like, like, maybe one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, okay. And I thought, uh, you know, and I was young, quite naive- well, not really that naive. Like, I've been overseas and stuff, but mm. I, I just- I, I'm not a guy who knows how to handle himself. I'm not, you know- Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, so it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm down there by myself mm. in the back of the station wagon. Oh, yeah. And- um, Scandal. Uh, hear a few voices. So, they get out of their car. They're in the car park. They're stuffing around, doing whatever they're doing. I just sort of think, oh, you know, maybe they're all right. I don't know. I haven't made eye contact because I don't want to make eye contact because then they've seen me look at them and mm. I just, I, I just at that age, I just assumed that everyone was out to get me. Yeah. So, you're staring at the roof. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm just pretending to be asleep. Anyway, so they're talking, and then I swear they, I hear them start talking about, oh, is that someone in the car? Oh, are they asleep? Is that someone there? And then, so clearly, I hear one of them say, get the knife. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just sit bolt upright. I'm like, I didn't look at them again. Don't make eye contact. But I just sit bolt upright and I'm like, I'm awake. I heard what you just said. I'm awake. And uh, yeah, I mean, they never came anywhere near me. So he probably, you know, said something else, you know, absolutely. But I swear I heard, get the knife. Get the knife. We'll chop yeah. We'll Paranoia chop. is an amazing thing. We'll I'll chop tell you what. <laughs> No, the, the, I, God, I'm I'm a terrible I'm a terrible overthinker when it comes to most things. But mm. sleeping in the van, not one of mine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, choosing campsites. Real quick answer: Jump on the Parks Victoria website. Yeah, you've got you a whole bunch yep. listed there. Um, there's yep. other camping. Just just Google yep. like if you've got a spot in mind because you go on. Um, Mark goes on the right. The reason why I'm asking is basically I'm new to Victoria and always struggle on deciding where to go and how to go about it. Some places are easy, like Mornington, Mornington Peninsula, mm. but other places are harder, like the high country, which I'd love to explore, but um, don't really have the experience and knowledge in the area. Now, the high country mm. um, is a good place to go with someone who is kind of somewhat familiar with that because I swear people go missing there every year. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, like kind of it's a wonderful, you're going. wonderful, wonderful place. Mm. Um, but you need a plan of, and like if if the map says yeah, the hike to this campsite takes mm. three hours. Plan on it taking say four or five because a lot of the hikes around the high country, mm. a lot, yeah, a lot of the time. Like if you go to a place, you go, you know, you got you got those little wooden sort of stamp signs that says hike to such and such falls. Yeah. Um, Four kilometres, 2.5 yeah, hours round trip. Or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them overestimate. Yeah, they, well, they, sure they, they sort of cater for the, the unfit, mm. the elderly, all that mm. sort of stuff. Mm. In the high country, if they say 2.5 hours, they mean yeah. 2.5 hours at a reasonable pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's pretty true, actually, yeah. Yeah, and Same it gets as, cold yeah. and dark very quickly. It and, depends um, on how fit you yeah. are, too. Like, if, you, if you're super fit, like, get away with, you get away with a lot of it. Yeah, but um, also, you've got the camera. You're out there mm. hiking, you lose track of time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, have a plan. Take your phone just in case you do need to call anyone, even though you probably won't have a reception. Yeah. But you can still call triple zero. I speak I guess. from experience. Um, Optus isn't great out there. No. You, still, call, kind of okay, you can still call triple yeah. zero or, or one two two one one two. I think one one two is a satellite. I think it's double one two. Yeah. Double one two. Um, yeah. I haven't had the opportunity of getting lost yet. Mm. Looking forward to that though. Mm. Mm. I reckon it'll be experienced. Mm. Great for my Instagram stories. Yeah. Until I run out of battery. Yep. Die. <laughs> Have to eat the phone. Yeah. Eat the case off the back of my phone. You do it. Uh, in my I bag. Mean, yeah. That's heaps of protein in it. Edible phone cases. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Well, there's an idea. <laughs> hey? Don't bloody yeah. take our ideas. Uh, Everyone's taking them, I reckon. Mm. There'll be someone tomorrow I'll see an ad pop up. Edible, mm. edible phone cases for emergencies. You buggers. That's living. Um, so there you go, planning done. Tick, maybe. There you go. Um, so yeah, once again, if you haven't already, make sure you please, please like, subscribe, follow, rate us on anything that you listen to us on. Mm -hmm. Share us around with your friends, Spotify, Apple, Premium. All those cool ones. Mm. I don't know. I think the main one that people listen to us on is Spotify. 
and Apple Apple Podcasts and Apple Podcasts the, because it links into everything. Mm. And um, through the app, seems to get a few views as well. Yeah, listens, yeah it's great, which is nice. So yeah. appreciate yeah. all the f- support and the feedback that we've had. Yeah, we've got some. You know, really, we've got some cool comments. Yeah, yeah, there's not. There's no one's telling us we're dickheads. Mm. Not yet, anyway. Not yet, which it's is surprising. Coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's on probably, far off. Probably That's tense. the aim. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, Michael you know, probably sent me a message saying, uh, yeah. just, uh, so, uh, yeah, look, I, I think I pressed the wrong button. Yeah. yeah it was meant to say no, not yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, thanks for Ted's for chucking mm. our monthly prize in, 50 buck gift voucher. Yeah. Um, it'll get sent directly to you. So, yeah, make sure you um, tag your pictures, what the focus picks, P-I-C-S. Um, for the chance to win the weekly prize of a um, a feature on our website, on our website, on our um, Instagram page, mm-hmm. and then the monthly one from from that as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exciting, exciting times. Mm. But um, what do you reckon, Ben? Got anything else to add? Uh, I think if you didn't do it last week, just do yeah. something good for someone else this week. Just try not to try not to do anything stupid. Yeah, well, don't put yourself in any stupid position. Exactly. Get yourself some sort of glory shot. Don't not road, don't road rage. As a thing, I looked at deep preview. <laughs> people getting in uh, some weird toxic Spanish lake or something to oh, take yeah? photos around oh, there, God. and it's like the, the the water is like radioactive green. And I'm like, why on earth? Don't get you, in there. Like, why? Why? Can't why? do it. Not worth it. Yep. Not worth it. Yep. God. Just don't be a dickhead this week. That's <laughs> that's my thing. All right. Not don't do. Don't worry about doing something nice for someone else. Just don't be a dickhead. Just this don't week. be a dickhead. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. You guys rock my world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, have our a world. Have a bloody amazing week. Mm. Don't do anything stupid. Mm. And until next week, we'll catch you on the flip side. Mm. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.